Hey, we're here with Tyler, and we're about to talk about a mountain. <laughs> I climbed a mountain. I, cl- I climbed out. You know Wachusett Mountain? Yeah. Yeah, take a sip. I climbed it. I climbed how, it. How high is that mountain? <laughs> about twice Everest? It's about, it's about, uh, it's three quarter Everest, actually. Really? No. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I was climbing on the, on the ropes yesterday. We were like hanging over Everest, Wachusett Mountain. Do they make the chips at the top or whatever? What is Wachusett? Wachusett, they have beer. Wachusett beer. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, obviously they have skiing. Wachusett skiing, but uh, <laughs> uh, I just watched uh, Everest, the movie. Was it the one with Jake Gyllenhaal where he he gets iced? I never see it. Does he die? Yeah, a lot of people die. He gets ice. Someone has Smirnoff at the top of the mountain. <laughs> like, he's, he's crazy. Cutting, and then he has to drink it. <laughs> they're in the death zone and someone ices them. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're taking 0-2 hits and they're a tenth with like 150 mile an hour wind and someone gets on their knee and it's like, ah, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you got me good. I just that got iced uh, on Everest. <laughs> dude, that would be the ultimate because it's like you're just trying to stay alive, and there's such a good chance you're going to die. No one would ever expect it. <laughs> Dude, and you'd get fucked up, right? Because there's such low oxygen and shit that if you get drink like one beer, you're going to be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, would be, that would be your downfall. <laughs> like, I'm not going to make it back down, man. I'm fucking hammered. <laughs> I'm going to chill here. You call an Uber. We'll be fine. Don't they say like uh, – like, uh, I remember Everest was melting. It always is melting at some point because of climate change. And they just find all these bodies. Like people yeah. just freeze. Actually, there are, bo- there are bodies on the mountain that they use as pinpoints. Like, oh, you got to that dead guy. You're like this far up. That's an actual thing. Now, how many, uh, not, to, not to be sexist, but how many women have climbed Everest? Let me check this out. None. None ever. <laughs> Too none. feeble. Too feeble. Won't work. I think it's just because there's not. Uh... They have low bone density. It's not going to work. <laughs> oh, no. It's actually not bad. 40, 47, 38 people have summoned Everest. 605 were women. Out of 4,000? Well, 4,700. So that's about 12%. That's a, that's a good amount. I mean, because women are normally smarter. They're not. They're like, I don't need to do that. <laughs> Why do I need to go up a mountain? Whereas guys like, yeah, I want to get to the top of that fucking thing. You're a you're a progressive IQ man. Women are normally smarter. You really, really. I don't think anyone uh, of any race or gender is normally smarter. How do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk. If you want to talk Yugoslavians, we can talk Yugoslavians. Okay, we my all we all agree on that. My only point is, why do Jews always win Pulitzer prizes? Dead Sea, right there. They've won that's, like 90% of them. I don't think that's the exact. It's like 70% of them. It's because they all help each other. That's what it is. <laughs> They're all working together. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, think, I think women are um, uh, less com- – they're less competitive. Like, they're, they, they're, they're smarter. They're more smart than competitive. Where the, there'll be a competitiveness in them, then they're like, but I'm not that dumb. I'm not going to climb that mountain and die. I'm fine. Okay, guys well, like, nah. wait, wait, are you saying female minds and male minds are different? Oh, yeah, 100%. Well, <laughs> women's are much smaller. 
No, okay, I'll, I'll see your point though, but I'll raise that point because, yeah, there is a thought where like the reason men are competitive or like do stupid shit like that is because they're like they're trying to get chicks, right? The chick wants yeah, to like yeah. the guy who does the craziest thing, like supposedly in the animal kingdom, will get the chick. But like, e- but that is somewhat true. Like, like if you look at these it guys is. that do crazy stunts, like the the best, like the best guy at like BMXing. We'll get the hottest chicks. They want the best guy. So, like, the guys it's will try true. the hardest shit. Even if not forever, just a bang. I mean, that's a good story. As, as like, a woman, that's a good story. It's better to be like, oh, yeah, I fucked the guy who, like, did the BMX ramp in, like, like 2007. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than being like, yeah, I banged an accountant in, like, 2007. That's what I did. Like, no. <laughs> No, you have a theory, because, like, that's why, like, like being a rock star, right, or, like, succeeding in music, like, you know this, is, like, if you're doing it for real, you're going to live, like, shit forever and, like, have, like, a .000% of succeeding. But, like, it is such a big risk that they are attracted to the guys that do that, you know? Yeah, I I, I would see it firsthand, being in a band, I would see that, and you see the hierarchy of members to bang. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which is like it's vocalist, then guitarist, then drummer, then bassist. It's like, and you could see it because the girls go talk to the vocalist, and you're like, "Hey, I was pretty good. I was drumming over here. I was awesome. All right, whatever." Like, because yeah. that's the better. That's the better story. That's the better to be like, like, who'd you sleep last night? The vocalist of the band. Remember the band? The guy who was in the front. I don't want to talk about the guy who was playing the four string instrument. Go. No one You got to be in one of those bands where the drummer is also the singer. Um, oh, uh, under oath! Like who else? Does, not a few people do that. Like Dave, Dave Grohl kind of does that. He plays all the instruments, but like Godsmack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, they're, they're all like in the '70s. I feel like all the bands did that, like Cream and all that. Old they always have like they give a microphone to the drummer too. Maybe he's singing back there, doing something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like, uh, what's that band with drummer with one arm? Didn't he sing? Def Leppard? Yeah. Def Leppard? He might have, yeah, yeah. Um, the, in metal, the big one was always under oath. There was a band where the drummer was like 50% of the vocals. He would think he did a lot of it. But, uh, yeah. I, 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 if I could sing, I wouldn't drum. So I would, <laughs> I would like never have done it. Like, I was singing is way better than drumming. So. Because it's, like, interesting in, like, uh, like, in rap music. There'll be, like, guys that are, like, just kind of like uh, uh, vocal, kind of just rhythmically speak to the sounds. And it's basically the producer is like the real reason people like the music, like the beats and the way it's arranged. But you never see the producer. And I'm sure the guy that's just kind of flowing is the one getting all the ladies. And you got <clears throat> the unknown producer in the background. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like with that, that the producer makes a lot of money. The producer, well, maybe not more than the vocalist, but. The producer makes a lot of money to. Well, I'm sure the producer has many more clients and guys that don't succeed, and then like the one guy that like yeah, the producer's making money all over the place, and the rapper is putting a chance to yeah. And and it's low stress too. I mean, you you make the beat, and the other guy's got to go actually like do it. Like even that you you know you have nerves doing comedy or why did music always have nerves before you get up there? Imagine just being like, nah, I'm just gonna write the song, you play it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go home at like seven o'clock tonight. I'm good. Less stress. It's nice. There's a whole thing in making beats, isn't that? Isn't that Dre's thing? Well, Dre's a rapper too, but then he got into beats. Uh oh, Dr. Dre. Yeah, yeah. He no, he. Uh, yeah, I think he was initially produced stuff. Like he always produced his tracks. 
I don't know. Did he? Uh, someone told me that a long time ago. They like, they were like, you know, how hard it is to make beats, and I was like, I don't believe that. I don't it's believe not that, that hard. hard. You, well, you're a drummer, so I think your opinion would matter. Because, like, it's, it's, you're not doing the physical motions, but you're just listening for that kind of, I don't know. Yeah, they, well, like, people like Kanye makes his own beats. Like, yeah, I could do that, too. Like, I could download a, I could download a, like, a, what is it, like, a, a program on a computer and do it. It's not that hard. Yeah, I, I mean, there is a certain, like, uh, <laughs> for lack of a, a genesis quality. Like, some people can make, like, beats that really you listen, you're like, this is good. And then there's people that can make just your average kind of elevator beats. Yeah, yeah, where you're like, okay, cool, I can rap this. Just play it. Whereas the other ones get stuck in your head. Yeah, there's. I remember uh, when, I, when I used to work public access and we'd have kids as interns. This kid wanted to make music. And he, like, he did, like, an interview with, like, a local, like, dj like locally famous and he's like he showed me how to make a beat he made in like five minutes and all the good di guy did was take a a drum loop and he put a, a a keyboard loop over it like a piano loop and he's like look at this and i was like yeah anyone can do that that's not good <laughs> <laughs> one time i had a competition uh where like there was this guy who said kind of had amazing beats and i was like, i can make you 10 beats by within a week I went home and I made 10 beats, which legitimately did this. And then I went to find the guy and uh, I had a huge blowout fight with him. I never got to prove it to him. Like, <laughs> Wait, what did you use to make them? Uh, I think I, uh, no, what's the one? Uh, Fruity Loops? Not Fruity Loops. This one, you actually write the notes out. Um, you do it on FL. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did it on like a, a tab thing. But it was the weird thing where like, uh, I had, I had, this guy, me and him were like kind of friends in college. And uh, he told me that this one, he told me some like rumor about some girl. And I ran into the girl he was talking about. And I was like, I heard blank about you. And then she went back and got mad at him. And he obviously got mad at me. And so when I went to go show him the beats. He had, he like didn't show up. And I had, I found him. And he, when I found the guy, I was like, I did the beats. He goes, uh, he's like, I don't want to talk to you ever again. You told Marlene about what I said. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, I got 10 beats now with nothing to do with them. I'd like to hear these beats to see if there are any, uh, any good. Now they aren't mastered. Uh, I will take that into account. Uh, yeah, it's not yet. I, I don't have them anymore. I deleted them. I was, that was a traumatic thing for me. I never had someone, that, that was the first time in my life someone hated me to my face and was like, I don't ever want to see you again. <laughs> I was like, whoa. To be honest, I'm really I'm I'm a lot of times impressed by the uh, the recording engineers that make it sound good. Because making the beats is can be very easy, but the people that make it like radio friendly and with I don't know those I don't know how to do that. So that's why I'm impressed by. Dude, this really it's such good money in it because it's so hard to learn. Um, when we recorded one of our albums, the guy that recorded it, like he like added stuff in for us. He was just like, if I got an idea, he'd pick up his guitar and like click a button and just like play this thing and then make it loop over and over throughout the song in the background and he could do all these crazy things and like cut up and it was like he, he like had like learned it taking all that time and it was like now it was like we were just giving money instead of learning he was like so good at it. he did out of his parents basement he was we gave him like like i think 1200 bucks and he did like the album for us yeah that, that that's always impressed me because I, like because i i like the way certain things sound and stuff but like just knowing how sound works and how to tweak stuff i just don't understand it's like the difference between like like yeah like algebra and like calculus. I don't know. My vocalist learned it. He like our third album. Our vocalist did all the work for it. 
he was like, I can do this. And he just like went, he went, he went a deep, deep dive, got all the shit and just recorded our third album, which sounds pretty close to the one before it. It's like, sounds pretty damn good. It's, it's not the other albums just a little bit better as far as like the sound quality, but it's like for someone who didn't have any training and just figured it out. It's like, it was totally doable. He was right. It's crazy. Yeah, well, it's funny. You can teach yourself things if you want to learn things. <laughs> Except comedy. Except comedy. You have to take classes. You have to go to Emerson, get a degree. Uh, then you can learn comedy. Well, comedy is interesting in the way that comedy is just the guy. Like, not just the guy. Like, there's people who are, like, you're like, there's people who are great at drums, right? But they wouldn't know how to, like, they may not know how to record drums correctly or, like, make sure it yeah. sounds the best. Right? Uh, that's true well i guess that works with comedy too because if you were to record an album you'd be like i want to get someone who knows what they're doing to try to like put up the microphones or if they're doing visual to get some two camera angles someone who I mean, you could probably edit yourself but get someone who like has good quality stuff and knows how to shoot correctly yeah yeah how well, was co- yeah because the thing about comedy is it can't just be generated in a studio that understands sound. You can't just put in harmonies that are p- popular. Well, yeah, I guess you could. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, the, the writing of it, you're right. No, the, yeah. You can't have, like, a producer. I guess you, you could have help. Like, some people, a lot of famous comics have, like, writing people that work with them. But. There is a certain formula, at least to, like, Twitter comedy, but that's not the spoken word. Like, once you get acoustics involved, it changes. Because there's a certain, like, take popular thing plus popular thing, spin it in whatever political way you think. Like, there's a certain, you, like, formula. Can you send me that formula? I need followers. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like, you know you know that TikTok guy? I don't know, that dog face guy, the guy who was, like, drinking? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, like, there was that the fly on uh, Pence's head, right? I was like, yep. it would be funny if you took that fly and put it with that guy. And then immediately on TikTok, somebody already made that. I'm like, oh, people did think this is funny. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Hall made a great video of um, himself driving behind that guy. Like, what the hell's going on up there? What are you doing? <laughs> and then eventually he starts singing the song. He's like, it is a good song. I like that song. <laughs> uh, it was like, like ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got right on it immediately. Yeah, now he's been doing that. He's been good with that. I like Dan. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's been he did a fly it. one too. He did a fly one too. I didn't watch like, the fly like, one because I'm like, this might piss me off. <laughs> he was just like, oh, who's, who's that lady with the nice hair over there? Was that? It's like, just like this little basic stuff. It was fun. Oh, okay. And so he didn't really go too political. He didn't get political at all. Um, Dan knows that politics aren't funny. They're serious matter. It's no laughing matter. I saw the I saw a video of that dog face guy. It's like a little short documentary, and he has like a daughter, and he lives in like a trailer or whatever. Seems like an endearing guy, but he's just like, yeah, all you guys smoke weed all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a video of like he's taking dabs. He's like, you do dabs, like he's taking. And I'm like, well, this, I wonder why this guy never got out of that trailer with his daughter. <laughs> When people were like, oh, he's just. Like, I heard that he was like an endearing father, and I was like, then where's his daughter? Why is he just skateboarding in the middle of nowhere? Like, what, <laughs> what is he doing? He doesn't seem like daughter. this dude. Once I hear him talking, he's uh, yeah. Well, you, well, if I had like a, if I had a kid, I couldn't imagine like going up to my wife or whatever, being like, hey, I'm gonna go for a skateboard. I'll be back. Like, no, you're not. You're here with the kids. Uh, his daughter's like a teenager plus. I mean, she's. Oh, I thought she was. I thought like a little kid. I heard. 
I heard daughter and I assume like eight years old or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, at home no trying to do her older than ten. <laughs> it's never happened. Once they hit, <laughs> once they hit ten, they're just on the market. They're no longer a daughter. On the they're market. Fair game. <laughs> that is silly. That at one point people used to sell their daughters. That was a real thing humans did. <laughs> I know they still do it. I guess they still do it. You're right. Oh, I think I got my fiance. I bought them. <laughs> How many goats? How many goats? I had to give up 13 goats. Thank God Shine was able to give me 13. That's an unlucky number. They're okay with that? <laughs> In their culture, it's very lucky. But yeah. Uh, she did comedy last night. You were out in the park? Oh, yeah. I did comedy. Yeah. It was like, I don't know. It was like seven dudes and two left. So it was like five dudes in front of me. Uh, and then, but then, yeah, there was. What? So the last one I did, the person who set up the show left halfway through himself. And you're like, what? You can't just leave? He just like walked away. He's like, I guess I, I got a thing I got to be on. He just left. And you're like, what? You you brought us here. <laughs> yeah, it was. I liked it. Was like the, 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 it was capped at seven people. I'm like, well, this is good. I didn't really want to be in the park with no mic in front of no one. Like I didn't want a list of like even ten. Cause it was already kind of, but it was nice to be amongst people. And then I almost did a second mic, but it was like a, a pre message mic. And then there was like one extra spot and like me and this other kid, I know raised her hand. And then like, he like chimed in, like we both said, we got to do it. And then she was like, well, this person's missing. And he's like, can I take that spot? And he's like, I'll give it to you. And I was like, oh yeah, that's how life works. The first one to chime in gets it. Uh, it's like, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I didn't even want to do it because I would. It was a list of fifteen people. I would be like sixteen. It was five minutes, and it was already nighttime on the ste- on these steps. And so I was, was like, there a light? Was there a light? Uh, I guess she was lighting people with like a phone because it was nighttime. So no. you could, oh, that's right. It's a light to see the comic. Not really. It was like there was an underpass with a light, and we were next to the underpass, so the light was kind of spilling over. But we were kind of like in a. It'd yeah, be like a nice cinema, like I don't know. I've done a few where they brought like a light. It's never good. Like it looks like a scary story being told. You're like, <laughs> you have to have someone who knows what they're doing. Like, someone has like a nice setup. It's, otherwise, it's just like, what are we? Just do this at six o'clock. Why are we doing this at eight o'clock? Yeah, but yeah, it, it was good though. I was in Central Park. I went for a walk around Central Park and stuff. There's a ton of. Did you see out. any? Did you see any comedian friends? Like as far as like on the show. Uh, yeah, no, I met some, I, I saw some people that were like kind of acquaintances. They weren't like friends, but like I would say hi if I saw them. So yeah, I did yeah, see yeah. people I knew about, yeah, which was nice. And like, that was, that was the best thing about doing open mics here was running into like people you're like, I haven't seen you in like five months. It's like, I see you every day, every like other day. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy running the little mic in the, the, the first one that I did, he was a cool dude. I hadn't met him before. So it's like. And then we started talking. So it's like you're already making connections, you know? Yeah. So you, uh, you're all good. You still know how to tell jokes. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fun. I think uh, even though it's complete, it's not stand-up, creating the videos every week and having to stand there and riff on topics in my videos have definitely helped me maintain my demeanor. Uh, Your demeanor, of course. It's good. It's good. I mean, I don't, I don't have any of that. So, like, I've, no I, if I put up a stand-up video, 
if I put up a video, it'll be really weird. Of what? Just just me telling us. No, I'm not a sketch. I said, I would do it because you do the kind of stand up videos. I know you do a lot of the content that's not stand up, but you do content that's just like a joke. It's like a minute and a half, like satire joke. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just basically riffing punchlines, kind of. I set up the, yeah. Uh, Whereas a lot of my, like, the way I write jokes is by getting a story together, telling it, and then taking the bad shit out. I don't want to put the bad shit out to the world. It seems like. You know what you're doing right away. You okay, it. you'd want it. Well, I mean, I record something like 45 minutes sometimes to an hour, and I cut it down to one minute. Really? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> it takes me forever. Oh. Wow. I do a lot of, uh, um, what's it, workshopping with comics, but I don't I, I'm just waiting until things get normal. Until I, I'm, I'm not made for that style. It's perfect for you. Definitely. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know how much editing you have, but like if you take one of your stories and if you could somehow visualize it into like some sort of my, like very minimal animation or whatever, that'd be fun. Yeah. I'm not bad with editing. I've, I mean, I have like, this like Adobe, the Adobe editor thing I pay monthly for and I learned how to use it. It's cool. Every time I use it, I learned like a you new use Premiere? Yeah. You think you're better than that? Is that bad? Uh, No, Premiere's like the number one thing. Oh, Uh, do you want to use mine? I'll give you my login. You can just use it. Do you you use a PC? Yeah. Yeah, Premiere runs like shit on Macs in my my lifetime. Uh, I've used it for for Magic the Gathering playthrough stuff. (laughs) Like I would edit Magic the Gathering stuff. I made a good channel for that, and then I stopped doing it. Now, how good at Premiere do you think you are? Terrible. I, I know how to, like, animate things. I know how to make things on the screen move. But, like, I'd have to Google again how to do it and relearn it. Like, I'm not that good at it. I like that you're honest. Because some people will talk about being able to edit things. And I see their work and I'm like, you don't know. You just know how to do the basic stuff. That's not like, yeah. Yeah, and I, I know how to do Excel very well. We can talk Excel. <laughs> yeah, Excel, exactly. I'll kick yeah, yeah. shit out of you. <laughs> Yeah, because in editing, I've been editing for so long that I'm like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so who are you voting for? Who am I voting for? Uh, for governor. Oh, for That's governor. like weird. Like not Cuomo. Uh <laughs> oh, are you freezing? Uh oh, you might be frozen. Oh shit! Right now? Oh, you're back now. I'm back. It's all good. Don't worry. I was doing that to test you. Oh, okay. I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna vote for. Uh, I'm just gonna write in Yang. I think. Yang gang, bro. Yeah. What's uh? Doesn't matter. I live in New York. It's gonna. Biden's gonna win. Yeah. Gary Johnson. <laughs> pour more whiskey, sorry. Yeah. After this, I'm going for a walk. <laughs> you go for a drunk walk. Yeah, and then I might take mushrooms. Damn, you're such a you're you're a hedonist today. Dude, I drank like last night. I think I drank like ten beers, twelve beers. It's crazy. You really changed. I never saw yeah. you as a heavy drinker. You never drank, actually. You drink like I think we've I've seen you drink a few times. Yeah, no, I, I mean, with, last time you came over, we drank pretty good because we got those high alcohol beers. Yeah, yeah. I normally uh, I I like I I don't drink because I do comedy. I normally go out and do comedy. So I'm not doing comedy. I'm like, fuck it. What else am I gonna do? <laughs> be depressed. Do podcasts? Yeah. Well, that, well, that was my uh, 
my my I think it's like my pattern. My pattern was like, oh, I have to go drive to an open mic. I have to drive to this. I can't be drinking. Whereas like now I'm like, I always had that set in my head. Whenever I'm not doing an open mic, I'll just drink because I don't have to drive tonight. Now I haven't had to drive for like six months. So my tolerance is up. I'm drinking every night. <laughs> Damn, dude. Damn, dude. Are you wait? Are you are you really depressed though? I'm not really. No, I don't have real depression. That's, I'm, I don't. I know real depression. I know you. I know what depression is. <laughs> my my fiance has depression. So like I I know what depression is. Like I'm 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 chill. I'm fine. I get sad. Yeah, I've been feeling pretty good recently. Uh, good man. You on pills? No, no. I've just uh, I don't know. Been watching motivational videos. No, not even. I've just. I've just forced myself to think in the mindset that I have to work a lot to succeed. So I've just been putting extra effort into comedic stuff. And so like, I have, I have that general feeling of accomplishment more day, like more times than I used to. So like, if you keep that in your mind, if you feel like you're a con, like I don't judge it by the outcome. If a video gets X amount of likes or whatever, I just judge it if I'm able to do it. Cause I have a certain standard for everything I do. You know what I mean? So I'm not just going to put something out. So like, I just put so much effort into everything and do it more. I hear you, man. That's good, dude. I'd rather have you not depressed. You're so whiny when you're depressed. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whiny bitch. Ooh. Life has no point to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm against that idea. You're against the idea of depression? I'm a, no, I'm against uh, nihilism. I don't think it's a good way of being. Yeah. I, I do have the belief that... Uh, that everything we do is just wasting time until you die just to kill time. And I'm totally cool with that, but I do want to kill the time as productively as possible. Yeah. Well then you don't really believe that. I do believe that. I'm just doing things because I'm going to die. Know, like why I, don't you just, why don't you just become homeless then? Why do you maintain a, cause I want my killing time to be nice. My time. What, about, what, is, what is nice? I live in a nice apartment. I, you have a beautiful view. I get cigars. I'm homeless. I don't get all that shit. Shelter is nice. Okay. I can see that. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> you get some mad, annoying homeless people around here, man. So annoying. <laughs> I couldn't hang out with them, dude. <laughs> They're called... <laughs> <I'm> like... <laughs> the homeless people around here are just like white trash. They're really annoying. Yeah, but... Could you? I was thinking about this. Do you think they're they're because like some homeless people are in fact like mentally disturbed? Where most like, of them are. Most of them are. Yeah, where like this is their preferred reality. Like they want to just wander around and be vagrants and do whatever. And it's just they're living there. Like they don't want a nice apartment. Like some, I think I think I wouldn't be crazy to say that a certain percentage of homeless people want to be kind of just that. Yeah, they do. They definitely do. And. Like the the ones I have out front here, they just like fight each other all day and hang out in the park, and they seem happy. They seem fine. They're having a good time. They're liking it. This yeah. one guy. This is one guy. He's dating this girl named Amanda, and I only know that because he yells Amanda all the time. <laughs> like at two o'clock in the afternoon for a half hour straight, he was just like Amanda, come on Amanda, we gotta go Amanda, let's go, and you. <laughs> And last night he started again. It was eleven o'clock. I opened my window to listen to him because he was just like Amanda. God damn you, Amanda! <laughs> and you just 
And you just hear Amanda, and she's like, he's just like, Amanda. I don't even know what he's yelling about. If they need to get somewhere, they're late for a movie. I don't know what's going on. He like is like, we gotta go, Amanda. Come on. It's nice to see that no matter which social economic status you are, women are always annoying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was worried about Amanda until I kept hearing her yell back, and I was like, oh, she seems kind of, I don't know. She's, no, I'm she's, just kidding. They're all great. She's, a, she's egging him on, being like, ah. He could be the abuser, you know? You don't know. I don't know. But I'm not sure what the deal is. He seems like so mad. I don't know if she has his insulin or something and won't give it to him. I don't know what's, what's happening out there. I just want to know his name. She doesn't yell his name back. She yells back like, like growls. She goes, wow. It's fun. It's, I, I would never go downstairs when I hear him yelling. I'd be like, I'm going to stay up here for now. Yeah. Maybe Amanda, hope- maybe Amanda's trying to do what's right. <laughs> maybe Amanda's like, I'm filling out a job application. And he's like, Amanda. <laughs> Amanda. Come on, <laughs> we got to go to Cappy's. We got to get alcohol. <laughs> I'm trying to finish up this application at the McDonald's. I'm getting, Amanda. I'm getting my associates. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost done my GED online. Amanda. <laughs> Let's go. I just finished signing up for the for Phoenix College like online classes. Amanda. <laughs> oh god. Now it's a. Uh, I get homeless people who sit on my doors, my um, my front stoop. And I'll leave my house. I have to walk past them. And they're always like, oh, shit. Like, I got caught. And I'm just like, nope. It's fine. Whatever, dude. Just chill. Just don't go inside my house now that I left it. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of, like, creative artist type people that succeeded aren't capable of doing anything else productive. And they would just be homeless people if you didn't get paid to do art. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, comedians, if that's considered art, definitely. Yeah. Most like real comedians. Like me. You know how I am. I'm so rough. You're rugged. a very responsible adult. I'm irresponsible, man. I'm dating this chick named Amanda now. <laughs> <laughs> She's bringing me down, but you know, she's a good chick. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, she's bringing me down trying to get her GED she's a piece of shit <laughs> trying to make me feel bad about myself Amanda let's go <laughs> you know what I'm with her Amanda I am with her I like her I want to meet her actually I probably don't but yeah I do yeah. I think I've seen her like I've never seen her yelling but I've seen who I think is Amanda really yeah, I see. I see her out there. I one time I walked past this lady. She has this raspy voice, and she was talking to her her friend, her other homeless friend, and she was just like, "Yeah." Then he threw my purse in the ocean. <laughs> it's like what? I wanted to stop and be like, "Wait, can I get in on this? Can, can you tell me? Can you tell me how did you get it back? Do you you have a purse? What? Why do you have a purse? You have nothing." <laughs> <laughs> my purse in the ocean. Ocean. I don't know. Gotta get some new uh, new friends there. My friends keep yeah. throwing my shit in the ocean. <laughs> exactly. I think you gotta you gotta go to a different shelter, man. Do you go throwing your shit in the ocean? <laughs> I don't even know where the shelter is around here, but there's like a park near my house, 
and it's like a great park for being homeless. People just like hang out there, being homeless. It's very clean. You could like walk through. You just walk past them. They're just like on the ground sitting there, or on benches, not on the ground. But. How do you think we solve the homeless problem? Mustard gas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I mean, I think uh, I think I'm on the debate. How do I, how do I think it's you, you we need well, you just answer better like housing where you don't directly answer it. You're like, well, I think every American deserves freedom, and, the, and you know, right. from 1992 to 2015, I worked on a bill <laughs> to give children so free free food. What? Just not doing anything. I'm gonna give everyone a free weed. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> it's funny when they don't answer the thing, and you're like, dude, you didn't answer. Like, I watched the vice presidential one and. Kamala Harris, I like her, but it was like a, she didn't answer the thing about the fracking. She wouldn't say the words. Like, whoa, whoa, shit. She won't yeah, say the words. She's, I mean, she's still a politician, you know. I was like, shit, I don't even know what fracking is, but damn, you better make a stance. People <laughs> keep even... saying fracking's bad. I got to figure out if it's bad. Like, is fracking worse than taking oil from the Middle East? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, Kamala Harris has like a like her face looks superimposed to me. It looks weird. Like it doesn't like fit her head. You think? How do you figure? I don't know. I feel like I could drag her face off and put another face on. It's weird. <laughs> it's very odd. I don't know what put in the description. Tyler wants to drag <laughs> Kamala's face off and put a new one. I don't know. Are you sexually attracted to Kamala Harris? Uh Mm, let me look at a picture. I really haven't come to a conclusion yet. Let me see. My conclusion is uh, I, I, I would enjoy a jerk-off instruction, instruction video from her femdom. I would take, I'll take that. Yeah, she's not bad looking for a woman of her stature. Yeah, I want her to, to, keep, to kick me around a little bit. I don't <laughs> really want to have sex with her. Oh, she's 55? Okay. okay. Oh, jeez, for 55. She looks great. Yeah, she's not bad looking. Uh, no, I don't. I don't support any political candidate, so that's my problem. I don't. Pen, I don't really. Pen. Well, Pence is twenty-seven. That's the crazy thing. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks like a skeleton. He looks like a Beetlejuice character. <laughs> uh, wait, her middle name? Did somebody edit this? Her middle name is Devil. Oh wait, <laughs> that's really funny. That's, that's wait, a, no, wait a second. Let me. That's a ridiculous. Wikipedia, it says Kamala Devil Harris. <laughs> that's hilarious, dude. Of course, when I Google Kamala Devil Harris, the first thing that comes up is Kamala Harris is the devil's wife. <laughs> the video proves it. <laughs> QAnon. <laughs> Oh man! So Paula Harris, the devil wears Prada. That's so good. You know what? That's funny because like, if you were to edit that into Wikipedia, like if I had the option, like you can make up any middle name. I would never thought of devil. Devil's so fucking stupid. It's great. Devil. Wait, middle name devil. Now I'm very intrigued. Uh, come on, I don't. Paula Harris, I... <laughs> Listen, you got to take a stance here in the debate. Is your middle name devil or not? Okay, this is another thing that says her middle name is Devil. Uh, Do you support fracking? Is your middle name Devil? That's insane. Let me go back to Wikipedia and refresh. 
It still says devil. Still, because I would think Wikipedia is pretty left leaning that they wouldn't let the like specifically let this kind of thing happen. Maybe her middle name would... is Devil. I don't think her middle name is Devil. Man. I know her personally. It's not Devil. Are you sure? No, I'm not. <laughs> I never asked her. Yeah, but like a name like Damien is a real person's name, and that's just the Devil, right? Damien. Do you know you know what my middle name is? What? Damon. <laughs> You know what my middle name is? Wayans. That <laughs> <laughs> no, really is. My mom wanted a mixture of um, of Damien and Demon. She created and she made it Damon. Yeah, and you're into Devil Rock. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Kamal Harris fan, dude. I love Devils. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait till it's over. Hopefully, it just five wins and it's over. And- I'll just go back to having a cold white man that's just a secret liar. Yeah, since since I kind of think it, it doesn't really matter, I'd just rather Biden win so I don't have to deal with fucking anyone. <laughs> exactly. Make our make our lives easier. Can we just tell jokes again, please. <laughs> like he's not he's he's being funded by too many corporations. He's not gonna make it socialist. It's like he'll they'll never make it socialist. That's why they didn't yeah. want Bernie to win. He should say that in the debate. He's like, listen, I'm funded by way too many corporations. Too many socialists. Are you kidding me? I'm sucking off the teeth of all these corporations. <laughs> well, if you think, think about it, like big companies like Pepsi or Coke will be like, go out and vote. If it didn't work in their favor, they wouldn't be telling you to vote. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, don't vote. <laughs> they, they, on Coke, would give voting locations that are incorrect. You're like, what? I have to go to the library to vote? What is that? I'm gonna go to the gym I mean, that wouldn't be the worst place to go. Learn some knowledge. I have to go to a mortuary to vote? That's so odd. Why would I? <laughs> Central Park. This is a... Uh... I don't know what made me think of this right now. I was like, what would be the worst place to go? I have to go to the pedophile jail to vote? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. You know, what, I think pedophile jail might be the worst. I have to... Yeah. God damn, pedophile beats everything. I have to go to rape prison? There's nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go to the kill my family and me and everyone I know place? <laughs> <laughs> I, have to, I have to go to the, the Taliban library? What is that? <laughs> what if Wait, somebody, Taliban good? The Taliban library? <laughs> is Taliban good or bad? I don't, even know. I don't think it's... I mean, I think it's neutral. I think it's one of these, uh, it's a centrist, so it's bad. Ah, uh, uh, gotcha. Wait, were you saying, you defending the Taliban? No, 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 I was going back to pedophiles. Do you, do you think there was ever, like, an early pedophile that's like, one way to get locally famous is to become a pedophile, right? Because they put your picture up everywhere. <laughs> that sounds like, like a Nathan for you famous. idea. What? That's Nathan for you idea right there. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching Nathan for you last night, actually. Great. So so good. Um, so what are you what are you doing tonight? Are you going to the the ladies' place? Uh, she's gonna come over here. Oh this, shit! This ode. Yeah, it's nice. It's getting colder weather, so it's nice. We better snuggle up. It's so cold. <laughs> I just meant it's not blistering hot with no air conditioning. Oh, I have an AC. You were you came to my new place. Yeah, you didn't have an AC when I was there. Oh, yeah. When did you, when was the one where you, you, but you were here before March. It must have been the winter. 
think because March is when everything dinner. was locked down. Yeah, so February. I, I think I brought the last box through the door for you. That's right. I, I hope you move in. No, well, did you come here? You came here in February. Yeah, I'm probably just making it up. I, I remember dying in your apartment, your two apartments before that. Yeah, but Both not this one. This one's good. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I think when I was there, it wasn't cold yet. When was that? Maybe it was November. When did you move in? There? No, it was definitely February or March because I moved in February. Oh, maybe it was March, and yeah, maybe I hadn't gotten cold yet. It was right before I remember, COVID. I remember sleeping on the floor listening to you die in your bed. <laughs> I know. I need to fix that. I wake up every morning like completely dry mouth. Like my lips are crusted, and like I I have like no. I can't speak. I need to like fully rehydrate every time I wake up because it's everything's getting destroyed while I sleep. Yeah. Oh well, I'm sorry. Your life sucks. I'm sorry that I can't sleep at night. Do what I did. Lose hundreds of pounds. <laughs> How fat were you? <laughs> I was 800 pounds. Don't you remember? <laughs> was I don't crazy. We had to bring you in through the window with like a like the fire department. I at my own table at McGreevy's. Uh, it seems like I'm sitting here. Oh, <sighs> Actually, all the bars in Boston now are gone. All the comedy bars. Yeah. Yeah, McGreevy's gone. Poorhouse. Obviously, Hideout was gone before this. Oh, yeah, and the Middle East was gone. Was stopped. Well, I guess Josh was still doing stuff. Middle East is still around, though. Middle East exists, but doesn't. <laughs> it's kind of like I, I went there, but it was really sad. It was always sad before, but at least it was packed and sad. Yeah, I wonder how the comedy studio is doing. I know they do virtual shows, but I don't think they make any money. Well, not yeah. They before this happened, they lost the bar there. They like some think some some shit went down. So now, now they just have the actual club. The bar is owned by the by like someone else. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. They don't. They never book me. So fuck them. That's how I feel too. Anyone who doesn't book me, fuck them. <laughs> fuck. Fuck them. Yeah. I'm bringing top notch comedy, and you're not putting me up. I could see like a year from now, like they like they finally booked me. Like, wait, last minute we saw that podcast, Matt Miller. <laughs> you did during the pandemic. You said, "Fuck, fuck us, fuck us." <laughs> I'd like now, to I, know, like in in not that we're in the entertainment industry, but like we do it. That everyone is saying "fuck you" to everyone all the time in their head. Yeah, yeah, because I guess no, because. Uh, comedy club can't book everyone at the same time so everyone that doesn't get booked collectively is like fuck them they don't even know what they're talking about but then the comedy owners are like if a guy does a different club and like hasn't done theirs in a while like if he's like a famous guy they're like fuck this guy he never comes over here but then if the guy's like I'm open this date they're like alright come here <laughs> alright come here and then, it's the, then they bump someone else who's just sitting at home like fuck them yeah yeah fuck everybody I'm gonna see if the other club will take me <laughs> just a constant fuck you to everyone yeah it's uh, listen. I don't know how New York works, but here in Boston, everybody's just best of friends. We never do that. Mm. <laughs> Boston, we all just suck each other off. <laughs> if only we did that here. Things would be so loving. That's all Boston is to get booked. I mean, so many unfunny people. 
Damn, start naming names. I'm going right. to release this part on Facebook. <laughs> Matt Miller, Sam J. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> I remember Sam J put up that thing in the Boston Comedians thread, and then they were like, name names. <laughs> like, she doesn't need to. She doesn't need this shit. You're lucky she even posted it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whenever someone posts one of these posts about, like, oh, I'm tired of these places booking unfunny white dude, I'm just like, name the names. Like, you can always post a vague thing. But it's just like, yeah. let me just see here you don't think it's funny. The only time they ever post who's not funny, if a guy is specifically, like, toxic, like that fucking, I don't even want to say his name, but that one guy that would come in and he's like, rape or whatever. Like, a guy that's, like, specifically trying to be. There's always going to be one, yeah. And I'd say every time you do a show, there's always someone there who you're like, why? Why? And it's like, oh, this person that just exists. They do this place all the time. They shoot the email over and over, and, it's, and the person running the show is like, "Yeah, sure, come on, come on down, okay." And it's like they just get on once a month, and you're like, "And you get on that show." They always seem to be doing bullet too, and just ruining the room. And you're like, uh, "Wait, do you mean like uh, someone that's just not funny, or someone that just like is shitty, like says shitty things?" Just not funny. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people who are just not funny. I won't. It's almost like you could name names, but the only thing it would do is hurt the person. Like, that's so mean to that person. That person, like, they think they're doing okay. They're just having fun. They're having. They're making friends. Well, there's but some just people that funny. are like mildly funny. That like uh, they're just, but they're like gentle and not like they're not they're not edgy or whatever. Like an audience will just sit there and look at it and it'll be fine. And you just feel safe having these people. Yeah, like, well, I mean, I've seen majority of comedy really, but there's just so many comics who just like, they just don't. They don't get a single laugh. Like they do like a seven minute spot and it's just silence and you're like and, and when you're watching it, the comics in the back aren't laughing. If the comics in the back are laughing and the room's not, you're like, this room sucks. But it's like the whole room is silent and then they get off and then they hang. Like, how you I would go home with my head down, I would never message anyone ever again. I'd kill myself. In fact, I've apologized. I've sent messages to people after shows like I suck. I'm sorry, I bombed so hard in that. That was my fault. Like I have to apologize to like bookers and stuff. Like I fucked that well, one you up. Care? You, I think you have a certain you care about how good you do. I think these people just don't even they don't even realize that how good they're doing. They're just like I was up there telling jokes and I got off. <laughs> yeah, and I, sometimes it's not even jokes where they're just like, no, I'm just an interesting person. That's why they were all quiet and watched me silently because they were so interested in what I was saying. And you're like, dude, do you understand what this is like? Jesus Christ. There's a different forum for this. Just go somewhere else. Go anywhere else. Just please. Yeah, I've definitely met the most delusional people. Like, just they're, like, they have no compens. They, like, they can't comprehend what doing good really is, even is. Like, even if they get minor laughs, so, like, that was great. I'm just like, do you have, do you know what you're doing? Like, the yeah. people that just don't even, reality isn't in front of their eyes. I don't know. I've, I've been bong before and gotten sympathy laughs and I know what they are and I'm like oh my god this crowd feels bad for me right now They're chuckling in silence like haha and you, you know it. whereas those people are like you hear the haha haha they know it they know it was a good one like, no they're just awkward this is a very awkward situation you're talking for seven minutes straight and you're supposed to be making them laugh and you're not doing it and I'm just really good I hate people aren't good at it you know that's my problem <laughs> I love when people start like they'll they'll get like a a cl like a famous club show or something because it's a a competition 
or like they're able to get their whole family and friends to come out. So they'll, they're like, yeah, if they pay, we will put you up as the headliner or like it happens like, and, and then they'll post a picture. They're like, look at, I did this spot, but you like, you really did it under a circumstance for like you paid to be in front of that wall. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's kind of a thing. Like I know a big thing in New York is like barking and I got something I want to avoid. Cause I want to just like, get by on merit which i know is impossible but yeah but no, but the, the thing about that is though like people aren't going to these shows unless they're barked in so if you want to perform comedy in front of an audience you have to bark all right what if i'm really really good and stuff well then they, they should come then you shouldn't need to bark they should automatically be coming <laughs> you should be all set they should already know about you you shouldn't even be in those clubs <laughs> yeah no barking isn't like <laughs> Yeah, because there are people that, like, don't know how to do comedy but know how to bark, and then they get tons of stage time. But, like, what are you going to do? Somebody has to fill the room with audience members. That's just the way the, it works. Yeah, you're right. That is fair. That's for, like, you're like, hey, like, listen, they may suck, that person up on the stage right now, but the room would be empty if they weren't up there. So what do you want me to do? Whereas sometimes it's, like, the person up there sucks, but they just – they're up there because they're just so nice to everybody. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's not a reason to put them up. Yeah, it would suck to be like anti-barking, and every time you show up and just do it without barking, you bomb, and then they're like, "Oh, well, <laughs> I'd rather put <laughs> the guy who gets them in and bomb than." Exactly, exactly. No, I get it. I totally get the hierarchy. I don't. I don't like it. I'm not happy about. It. Well, that's the good thing about today's now. Like uh, with the internet, you don't have to go through the system. You can go around it. Yeah. You can make your own audience. Yeah. But I also do think people like, uh, well, definitely the the way that like people allowed edgier comedy in like the '90s and early 2000s, and like m- there was less comics and more opportunities for guys that were funny. Now it's so saturated, and there's like so many, I don't know, and there's less bigger industry places. Like there's less places for comedians to go, and the real place for comedians to go is the independent way. Yeah, I, I agree. It's like there's a, a zillion and one opportunities now, but you kind of got to make them yourself. You, you have all the opportunity you want sitting in front of you on the internet. So like they're there. But as far as like in clubs, I think it's not as many now because people like people are doing their own stuff online. Even like people who like are getting into clubs also have like a podcast. Yeah. Because like, why am I just going to do this? I could do a podcast during the day too and make money on that. I can make, I can make money like before even going on the road. I can make money off of Patreon. Why not do that? Yeah, if you think about like the biggest comedians, uh, like Joe Rogan is a is a huge podcaster, right? He's a, he's not just like a stand up. Like does he a have a po- he's a he has a podcast? <laughs> but even Bill Burr has a huge podcast. Yeah, like he's like a like there's only few just like. I mean, the, the most famous guys are all, like, com- stand-up isn't their only thing, except for, like... Russell Peters. Yeah, but he does a lot of, like... Uh, it, does Russell Peters just do stand-up? He doesn't show up in, like, different things? I just I just remember because um he was on Joe Rogan and he was saying, I was like, now the comedy's, like, not happening. He's like, I have nothing. I have nothing. I do only comedy. That's all I do. I don't have a podcast. I, I have nothing true. else. Yeah, so I think he was going to start a podcast. That's the kind of thing that's happened. Like, a lot of these people who like, only did comedy, like, oh, I'll just do a podcast. I have an audience, so I'll or just, like, like, set that up. 
Sebastian Manofsko or whatever his name is. I think he's yeah. just stand-up. He might be interesting. You're right. Once you saw Madison Square Garden, you're probably good to make it through a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, but he did have his bits go viral online, which is great. He, he got his stand-up bits to go viral, and that's what really, yeah. I was thinking about, so I got a one online I'm going to try put more money into, but I've just been lazy. I just finished paying off my student loan, so I got some extra cash. I'm going to buy it for some uh, advertising, go make my stuff go viral. Then I'll, uh, then I'll start a podcast, and then I'll uh, never have to bark. <laughs> then you're what? You're going to go see. bark? I'm not. I'll never have to bark. I'm oh, you'll system. never have to bark. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I've, I feel like once I started barking, I'd be fine. I just have to like break the seal. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I just don't. I can I don't talk I to can a stranger. do it pretty good. I just hate it. Yeah, I don't want to talk to a stranger. I don't. I, I feel bad taking up their time. I'm like, they just wanted to walk through the city. They happen to walk past my dumbass, being like, "Hey, I gotta ruin your day. Come here." Yeah, no, I have the exact same feeling. I hate when people are like, they have like something to sign a petition or something, and they're canvassing. And I'm like, even if I'm for what they're doing, I'm like, don't talk to me. <laughs> I don't want to sign this shit. Yeah, so if I wanted to sign it, I'd reach out to you. Don't, don't, yeah. don't bother me. But, I mean, if all the comedians on the show aren't famous and they don't really have good footage of themselves, how are, they gonna, how are you going to get people to come to the door? I get it. I totally get it. That's why I'm not against barking. I just don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just... It's like I understand the concept of it. And it's not big in, it's not big in Boston. Um, the stage time is not big. Uh, it's some place, some sex. It's for for stage time. It's negligible. It's like almost doesn't happen at all in Boston. But there's barking for people who run the shows. That's about it. That's why it's a big circle jerk of like being friends with each other, so you can get booked on it. Because there's no other way to get in. There's no barking situation. You have to just get booked. Yeah, the, there's like because even because here in places there's like a wait list to become a barker. So there's even below position. <laughs> I'm waiting for my life to suck. <laughs> oh man. And I, I know I, I'll, I'll probably end up doing it, but I just like, I, I think like once I start doing it, I'll feel more comfortable with it. I just never done it. Yeah. Like, well, well then there's a, you got to do it wanting stage time because getting the barker stage time doesn't lead to anything. You just, you just you can bark forever and not go anywhere. You can bark for fifteen years. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I got you. But I feel like once I it's like breaking the seal and you getting in the groove of it. It's like losing your virginity. Like once you like throw some dick, you're like, ah, I know what I'm doing. I got this. <laughs> I can throw a dick again. Although that's a fun thing. That's completely not comparable at all. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I see what you're saying. Okay, it doesn't mean you're good at it. <laughs> Like if you if you if you have sex once doesn't mean you're good at it. My first time I was bad. Second time, perfect. I was top, top. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> it was insane. I couldn't believe. No one has improved that much. I was I was uh, the NFL was I was like the the most improved player of the year. Yeah, worst to first player of the year. That was that was me. It was amazing. Well, I just remember uh, yeah in, in the early days, a lot of post sex times I would come within like. 90 seconds and we would have to fuck again just to have like real sex because i had to get the first quick nut out but now being an older man i can fuck for a long time without coming 
I had a buddy who knew he had quick nuts, so he would do that. He'd go to the bathroom and jerk off before they would have sex. He'd be like, I'm going to the bathroom real quick. And then he would go jerk off and they'd go, like, yeah, I'm going to last now. It's a good trick. Yeah, but no, I would just, just have sex real quick. And then we just lie there for like 15 minutes. And I'd be like, give me a little bit. Like, all right, let's go again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the opposite. I have a hard time. I'll stay hard, but I can't get to the end. Well, do you think it's your years of being 800 pounds that really? <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly what it is, dude. It's all that fat. I, I need that fat to come. <laughs> oh, man. It was, uh, it's a weird thing. Like, I just like, I can just last like for way too long. And I'm like, well, you just like focus and you have to end this. Even the first time? Uh, yeah, first of all, I didn't even come. It took me a while to nervous. It took, took me a while to come in sex. I, my body wasn't used to that. My body was used to just sit on your back. You're usually an incel. <laughs> I was an <laughs> incel. I went from being like an incel to that, pretty much. I, I was my virginity until I was like 25 or 26, something like that. Maybe 27. It was 27, dude. So like for like so many years, I was jerk off like lying down on the back. Or like I knew where I was doing. I was like I had my my way of jerking off. Yeah. And so I was like, I have to like be moving while I do this. And my body was like, what are you doing? You don't come like this. That's not how you ejaculate. Yeah. Uh, I, just met, I just remember I'm in an outdoor place with like all decks around me. I'm like, I'm here. I, uh, I come best doggy style. Just having two butt cheeks ram against me is very hot to me. Yeah. No, I like that too. It's good when you like to look down and like, ah, this is fantastic. Yeah, and I, feel, I feel like I'm all by myself too when I'm doing that. I'm like I'm just having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just up here having a good time. Hey, folks, I'm just having a good time. <laughs> There's no intimacy with the other person. You're just like, ah, it's me and these butt cheeks. We're having a great time back here. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of other positions. Like, look at the person in the eye. And you're like, yeah, you're over there. I'm over here. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know how they're doing. I don't even know how you're doing. You could be in terrible pain. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, and then you get a nice visual of like a like even behind the female form, very sexy, right? It's all like the hips, yep. yeah, yeah. Uh. And they can't yell at you. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's yeah. It's I mean, I, I find a uh, merit in like every position, but that's a solid one. It's a good one. It's a good yeah. time. I'm bad. I'm getting better now. Every though. position, true. I would agree. I'm just trying to talk myself up for. For all the chicks listening to your podcast, like, dude, this guy lasts a long time. Hell yeah. All those hot overage, overage chicks that listen to this podcast. What are you saying? I have the underage chicks who listen to this podcast? <laughs> you I would have children. If, if a, uh, it would be very silly if I found out I had a big, like, 14-year-old fan that listened, like, just sitting there listening to this. Uh, I don't like that. I don't like just that. Waiting. Just waiting. 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 Waiting to turn 18. Like, I'm going to find <laughs> Tyler Morrow. <laughs> Gross. Uh, uh, I never like, uh, actually, that's not, I never really had celebrity crushes as like a little kid. You know what I mean? Like after I went through puberty, like when I was like 13, I wasn't like, oh my God. I mean, I was like, yeah, Jessica Alba's hot and certain people or whatever. I never like I don't know. I, ha- I mean I uh I had that crazy thought like you know like when it clicks that you're like oh I can, 
imagine these things like, I could, like masturbating like all like the options hit me i was like, i can like masturbate to any celebrity i want like i'll every night this week i'm gonna have to pick one i'll just do that i'll be awesome i remember doing as you yeah just crazy dude i like banged her in my head it was nuts <laughs> <laughs> then you find out about porn you're like why am i doing why am i why am i why am i pretending i'm banging jennifer lois oh britney spears that was probably a, a formative one for me i like britney yeah, she was hot. I was never a huge Britney. I don't know. She was not. Like, it wasn't her music. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was something like she's just like, she doesn't seem. She's not like. It's hard to describe. She's not like like sexy. She's just like what it, the standard look. I don't know. Like what the what I think they think us to want. Like she wasn't like exotic or anything. I don't know. She was exactly what I. She was like my. When at that age, I think she was like the, the crush for me. She was like, I got her album. I got her album, her CD. It's a kid, and oh my god, this is the most beautiful person I've ever existed. Obviously, now I'm like, ah, oh, this is way better shit, but that sticks with me still. I'm like, that's like the first like person I think I sexualized. Really? Yeah. yeah that makes me see, because I. Uh... I can't even remember anyone specifically. Like, I really like Christina Milian. She had one video. Yes, I know you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. I know what video. Oh, good. I was like, <laughs> what's the other? What's the girl that died in the plane crash? Oh, she was hot too. Uh, what about Al- Aaliyah? Kelly fucked. Yeah. Aaliyah. I was thinking too when Aaliyah. I saw Christina Milian. I was like, oh, we re- we replaced Aaliyah. Nice. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> We've got another Aaliyah. Yeah. Uh, oh, um, I jerked off to J Lo on a magazine cover. Maybe uh, Hanson when Hanson first came out before you knew there were guys. Remember that? Um, uh, what was that? That like uh, like techno esque band that was like that video with Christopher Walken in it. You know what I'm talking about? Fat Boy Slim. dancing. Fat Boy yeah, Slim. I off to that. <laughs> <laughs> To the Christopher Walken video? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can go with this. I can go with that. Rock it off. I was trying to think of the worst thing. <laughs> yeah. I was, for a second, I was like, I was thinking, I've never seen what Fatboy Slim looks like. I was like, is it like a hot chick? I did not know. <laughs> <laughs> like Dennis Rodman was a formative celebrity for me. <laughs> Den- well, Carmen Electra. That reminds me of Carmen Electra. Oh, my God. But I, I always had like an older chick thing. I used to jerk off to like the Madonna videos at the time when she was her age. That time, yeah. Like, yeah. And she finally she finally hit the age where it's not worth it. Now, you know, like almost like well, you know, it's like, well, like, like I said, I was saying earlier, like a girl with like like I banged a BMXer. He was ugly, but like he was crazy. Isn't that crazy? And isn't Madonna in that range still? Where you're like, you want to bang Madonna? They say you bang Madonna. I would still bang her, but I wouldn't say yeah. She's definitely lost her attractiveness. Yeah, you wouldn't uh, if, she, if, she, if she was Amanda. <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't go for it. But the fact that she is Madonna, you're like, oh, she's Madonna. Come on. She's older than Kamala Harris. She's 62. Shit. She's 62. I thought she was older, dude. To be honest, I thought she's in her 70s. Yeah, she's looking a little crazy. <laughs> is her middle name Beelzebub? <laughs> Madonna Beelzebub Madonna. <laughs> uh shit i'm trying to think of all like those like satan names that like 
uh, like other like like devilish names. Um, uh, Beelzebub is a good one. Um, uh, yeah, there is a solid one. I'm not thinking of right now. It's like in a few movies. Uh, f- fall, the Fallen Star, <laughs> Fallen Angel. Uh, this is gonna annoy me. I'm trying to think of one specific demon. I know who you're talking about too. I know exactly uh, which one you mean. Do you? I think it starts with a B. Is that crazy? Beelzebub. Yes. I think there's a few B ones. Barbara. <laughs> what? Barbara. Barbara. <laughs> uh, shit. I worship you all, Barbara. Oh, the dark souls of the cauldron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Barbara. Barbara. That'd be a horrible person to date named Barbara calling her name in bed. Like, oh, Barbara. I'm going to come, Barbara. <laughs> Barbara, I'm big. Oh, Barbara. Okay. Barbara. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull it out. I need you to suck it, Barbara. <laughs> Barbara, you know what ass to mouth is, Barbara. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to think of. There's a million demonic names. I just looked up a list of them, so it's gonna be Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy, my God, Jeremy. There is one. I, I know which one you're uh, talking about. The Baphomet, B A P. Baphomet, yeah, Baphomet, yeah, that's the other one. Yeah. I get. I don't know how to pronounce it, but I know it's like Baphomet, Baphomet. Yeah. That's that's the goat, the goat with the like satanic symbol on his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a popular one. Yeah, I, I golfed with him once. <laughs> He's a cheating piece of shit. Play where it lies, Bethelman. <laughs> You're an asshole. Yeah, man. Uh, all right, I think I got to go. That's all good, man. I mean, this was like an hour, right? Yeah, something like that. We start. Yeah, it's it's been an hour. Yeah. You're gonna cut out that stuff where I talked about. <laughs> I was gonna name a random comic. You're gonna, t- You're gonna cut out Ted Pettengill's name. <laughs> Some random comic. Like, oh no. Yeah, yeah. We just, You're gonna cut out uh, Sean Carter, Rick Jenkins, Rick Jenkins. Well, do we the other podcast? We had to cut out. Was it our our old podcast? For someone, we had to cut out the old man that doesn't do it anymore. The Doherty, Dick Doherty. Oh uh, yeah! Someone's like Dick Doherty is an old man or doesn't know what he's, he's an old crazy person doesn't even know what he's doing anymore. <laughs> no, can you cut that out? I'm sorry. What? Yeah, is Dick Doherty still alive? I think they're RVing across the country. They don't book oh, yeah. me. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, you can't get an RV gig. No, yeah, no, I, I don't bark enough. <laughs> That's the problem. You gotta bark, right. dude. I will. I'm going to practice here. I'm going for a walk after this. I'm just going to bark at people to go to a comedy show that doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, wait. Dick Doherty follows me on Twitter. Shit. I was like, what's the last thing did he tweet? Uh, he, t- he tweeted, this guy's disgusting. Matt Miller's going to stop saying these things. On May 14th, he just tweeted, Carrier. <laughs> what an ominous is, tweet. Is he a carrier? C-A-R-R-I-E-R. If you see an RV wearing a Hawaiian t-shirt, don't go near it. It has one like. <laughs> what is going on? I don't know if that means. <laughs> it was you. you. You liked it. Yeah, I liked it. Carrier, yeah. Good. Call him out. 
right. Uh, yeah, thanks. Anything you want to say? You want to? Nope. I got nothing to promote. If when comedy comes back, he's going to be headlining the country. I'll be uh, doing an open mic in New York in October next year. <laughs> yep, in one year he'll be in New York doing open mics. So check him out. Yep. Thank you so much for having me, Matthew. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye.